Anyway, it's Wednesday, so uh, welcome to the live stream. Glad to have you all here. Um, I'm Dan, your friendly fishmonger from dancefish.com, and I do this every Wednesday night, 7 o'clock Mountain Time, and we just basically geek out about fish. I fill you in on what's going here on here at Dan's Fish and also at getgills.com, which is a website that I run where um, anyone that has fish to sell can post them there. Anyone looking to buy fish can browse them there, getgills.com. So that's kind of what, uh, what we do here every Wednesday. And tonight I'm going to update folks on the fish from the order from Nigeria. I also picked up another order earlier this week of some other fish that you haven't heard about and haven't seen. And I have another order coming in tomorrow. And then next week I'll have another order coming in early in the week. Basically, I'm trying to stock back up. So that's what's going on. Um, so everybody, um, could you just, I, I made some changes to the soft, actually I didn't make changes, but the software was acting a little funky. Can you all let me know if you can hear me and see me and everything? Is this coming through okay? Um, okay, yeah, Doug, we'll get, we'll get to your question in just a minute. I just want to make sure that folks can hear me okay. Okay, good. Everything's good. Cool. I had a, a little air message earlier, so I was a little worried about that. So we're going to get started. This is going to be a shorter stream only about half an hour because today is my son's birthday and I've been playing with him, you know, since he got home from school. We had a great time, but uh, taking a little break, he's, he wants to get his computer play time in. So he's going to do that. And then we're going to have cake and ice cream and stuff in about half an hour. So just about half an hour today, just a reminder protocol here. If, um, if you have a question or comment that you want me to respond to personally, then uh, please make it at Dan's Fish. It'll highlight, I'll see it, I'll jump right to your question. So um, let's start with Doug's Fish Adventures um, question or discussion topic, and then we'll jump down to the other things and I'll, I'll fill you in on, on what's been going on as we go through. It's, uh, yeah, getting the fish room all stocked up again. I've been, I've been very low on fish for a few months because I had this big order coming in from Nigeria, I thought it was going to fill all my tanks up, but it didn't. I still have like 18 75-gallon tanks that are empty. I have a bunch of 30 gallons that are empty. I have a bunch of 20s that are empty. And so I'm trying to just get the stock back up. So I have a lot of fish coming in. Um, Doug's Fish Adventure asks, Dan, can we talk about what is safe for aquarium and decorating it? So what kind of decorations are safe? Now, um, if you notice in my fish room, most of my tanks are pretty sparse. I don't do a lot of decorating, but I have worked in many fish stores where we made the tanks highly decorated so that they would look good for clients. Um, I did take maintenance, so I've decorated and maintained, you know, several nice looking tanks that were all aesthetically pleasing and stuff. So yeah, we can get into that. Um, what I'd like to know, I'm going to start discussing that topic in a second, but what I'd like to know is what everyone else's favorite decorations are. Um, I, I mean, besides plants, I mean, we're talking about what's safe for aquarium decorating. That's Doug's question. And plants, you know, obviously aquarium plants are, are safe. So um, what's everyone use that's maybe a little unusual? Do you have a tip or a trick that you think is a little out of the box to share so we, we can... Uh, 
get everyone's best ideas. Um, so Doug, I guess to answer your question about what's safe in the aquarium for decoration, is there anything specific you're wondering about? Um, now I will say that I do things a, a little different than most people. So I'm a little, this might be because I kind of don't live in a massive city. I'm not like when I get rocks, I don't boil them. Um, I just scrub them off and put them in. Never had a problem that I know of. Um, when I get wood, I basically, <laughs> I just heard how that sounded. <laughs> when I collect wood <clears throat> for the aquarium, <laughs> oh gosh. Um, I don't usually boil it or anything like that. I just scrub it off real well. And I soak it in a dilute hydrogen peroxide solution to kind of maybe kill off anything. Um, some other things I do, you know, a lot of people, when they're talking about substrate for an aquarium, they say, you know, use pull filter sand or all these things. I just use play sand from Home Depot and it's been perfectly safe. I don't boil it. I don't even wash it. I dump it straight in the tank. This is before there's fish in the tank, mind you. It creates a big dusty mess. Um, but after a few days of going through the filter floss and things like that, it kind of settles down and clears out. And I just make sure that I run a power head across it. So this right here is a power head and it is blowing. Oops, let me get this resettled. Um, hang on. <laughs> And it's blowing water all the way across the bottom of the aquarium. And that just helps kick up the dust and things from the sand and, and get it into the, into the filter to get cleaned up. So that's kind of how I handle that. And then I put substrate sifting shit, uh, fish in there, like either geophagus or a loach that likes to dig or corridor is something that's going to sift that sand and just kind of stir it up. And gradually the dust just gets released. It takes a couple of weeks for it to totally clear out. So if you're in a hurry, that's probably not a good idea. But but it's safe. I've never had a problem with it. Um, so those are just kind of off the cuff things, I guess. What else? Um, well, I do a lot of decorating with PVC pipe just because <laughs> it's cheap and easy. And when you have gobies or cichlids or... Uh, some of the wild type bettas and things like that, they need little caves or places to feel secure. Um, I use PVC and I even use that cheap black um, stuff that they use for drip system lines. Like that, what, I don't think it's ABS, but maybe it's ABS. Um, all those work well for me as far as just being safe. They aren't highly decorative, but. Um, so Doug, is there is there a specific thing you're wondering about? And I'm gonna scroll down and see if, um, Bam Aquatics and Tampa Tom, thanks for letting me know that stuff's working. Um, yeah, Bam Aquatics, it's been busy. I'm going to scroll down and see if Doug chimed in on anything specific. I know that you can use clay pots. Yeah, so I use clay pots all the time. Uh, you can use brick and cinder block. You can use clay pots. You can use uh, chimney flue, ceramics. Um, you can use all kinds of stuff like that. Yeah, as long as it's kind of inert. And with, with 
cinder blocks, some people are being like, no, don't do that. That's horrible. Because it does um, very gradually, it, it might um, have minerals that dissolve into the water. But honestly, it's nothing harmful and it's so gradual that I've never had a problem with it. Um, so yeah, clay pots are awesome for hides. And the best way to like drill clay pots and things like that, if you're trying to use them, is just treat them like glass or ceramic. Get a get a hole saw, a diamond hole saw works best. Get it wet so it's cool and you can drill right through that, no problem. So um, let me scroll down, Doug, and see if you have any other follow-ups on that one. Uh, hey, Patricia, it has been a while. Glad you made it. Tampa Tom says Dragonstone, lots of it. That's that's his uh, <laughs> that's his strategy. Doug's Fish Adventure. Sorry, I missed this one. I was wondering about ceramics, like you get from a ceramic store. I don't know if painted would be safe or just keep it plain. So um, that's a good question, and you would probably have to ask your ceramic store about that. Most ceramics, though, once they've been fired especially if they have like a glaze over the top, I think they're fine. Like a mug is ceramic, right? That's been glazed. I use mugs in my aquariums. I use bowls. I use plates. I use all kinds of stuff to hold live food or as a place for certain cichlids to move fry. So there's kind of a cup in there for them to use. Um, I know people will go to the 99 cent store and we'll get like soap dishes or little uh, wax warmers that kind of have their, their height, a little height to them with a little dip on top for fish to spawn in. So I think they'd be fine. I think unfired, like raw ceramics, that, that might be a problem. Um, but I think once it's fired, it's probably safe. Does anyone know, um, if it's fired without a glaze over it, is it still safe? I would think so. I think everything would be burned out, but not an expert on that, Doug. I wonder if uh, I wonder if the ceramic store would know more about that. I mean, every ceramic thing I've ever bought, like at Walmart or the ninety-nine cent store, or at Home Depot, whether it's a flower pot or a little thing, has been fine. But if you're talking about actually going to a ceramic store, um, you know that's not mainstream stuff all the time. So. Some of that's pretty specialized. So I don't know that specifically. Um, the Chubby Guppy says, my understanding, most toxins leach out of concrete in the first week or so. Pre-soak it before using. Okay, cool. Oh, I should mention, I don't, I've never used like new materials. <laughs> Any cinder blocks or bricks or whatever I've used are old. They've been out in the yard. They've been rained on. <laughs> They've been <laughs> some of them out there for years, you know, so good point. You know, if it's brand new, that, that might be a problem. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. Um, Mega Mindy, I used to use fake marble samples. Cool. And that worked for you. Janet Bachelor says, be sure it's food safe. Yeah, I guess if it's food safe, then you automatically know it's going to be okay for your fish, right? Yeah, that sounds good. The chubby guppy fired plain is good. It depends on the clay. Yeah, I mean, fired plain, that's like pleco caves. I mean, that's basically your clay flower pots and stuff, right? Um, but maybe there are kinds of 
clay or ceramic that aren't. Um, yeah, I don't do any ceramic work, so I really don't know. Mega Mini says, hubby used to work at a faux fake marble shop, and he'd bring home three six by three samples. Worked great. Cool. Cool. For breeding angels. Yeah. Cool. So, um, Doug, if you have any follow-up on that, and again, ceramics, like from a ceramic shop, especially ceramics, especially paints and stuff, that's not something I'm going to know. But um, if anyone in here works in ceramics and knows these things, please chime in so we can give Doug a better answer than I was able to give. Um, but yeah, old is good, right? That That is a good point. Like new bricks and things might have problems, but old stuff, old wood, old rocks, old stuff that's been out and weathered and all that, that's generally... what I use. Yeah. In fact, I've got an apple tree. I moved here in 2011 and there was an apple tree in the backyard that was like on its very last legs. It's all rotted out. It had like one little, one little sucker that it shot up with some leaves on it and then it died and it's been out there. It's a little apple tree. It's not like this monstrosity and it's been out there ever since. And, um, I'm actually going to cut that sucker down, cut it into chunks and start soaking it so I can use that wood uh, in my aquariums. It's a nice hardwood. I, I think it'll work well. All right. I'm going to look for comments that are at Dan's fish. Um, the stream tonight's only going to be about half an hour or so for those that missed this. Um, it's my son's birthday today. Um, and so in about half an hour, we're going to have some cake and ice cream and blow out some candles and all that stuff. If you're new or if you're wondering why I'm not reading your comment or answering your question or whatever, um, it's probably cause I didn't see it. If you make it at Dan's Fish, it'll highlight and it'll jump right to it, which I'm going to do now. Jonathan Santiago. Yeah, I'm curious about your fry size for Limia nigrofasciata. I want to order, but I'm just unsure. So they're not newborn. Um, They're, I would say, right around half an inch or so. So they aren't newborn tiny little things, but they're not big either. Like I can't sex them yet or anything like that. So, oh man tanks right over there. <laughs> I want to run and take a look, but that would be dead air on a live stream. Can't do that. But, um, but Jonathan, they're, they're about half an inch or so would be my guess. So Priscilla, um, and some other folks who've got them from me recently, would you, would you agree with that? Like that description? Um, that's what, uh, if you're here. So Jonathan, I hope that helps, but so they're not newborn. They're maybe a month, six weeks old. They aren't big yet, but they've got some body to them. They can stand shipping just fine. The only problem might be if you have fish in your aquarium that are big enough to eat them. But if you don't, um, they ship really well at the small size. They do really well and they acclimate very quickly. So yeah. Bob Kaler says leaf litter. Oh yeah. In aquarium decorating. Absolutely. Any hardwood leaves are usually just great. Um, there's like here in Sheridan, Wyoming. So I moved here from California and there's oak trees everywhere. I moved here. I couldn't find an oak tree. I finally found two in town. So every fall I go and I rake up (laughs) the leaves. I put them in a a box in the shed and let them overwinter. And, uh, and then I can use them in the spring. So by then they've been aged long enough. And if there's anything on them, it's kind of aged out. So yeah, I love oak leaves for sure. Um, but I use all kinds of hardwood leaves, not pine, not evergreen, but 
Um, Priscilla says, how are the African fishies? So Priscilla, they're doing really, really well. It was a little scary for Priscilla and I when we inspected the box just after picking it up. Um, you know, three of those bags were in bad shape, just super milky, super high ammonia smell. Fish were amazingly stressed, some losses. And so, you know, I saw that and I was like, oh man, this is horrible. I'm, these are not going to make it, but they did. Um, very, very few losses, Priscilla, from the time we changed the water to your house till I got them here and got them um, in the in the box. I think the cribs, um, not cribs, um, the uh, pelvic acromis, which probably are not taniatus, they're probably sacramonte, I think. Um, I haven't dug deep into identification yet. I'm just worried about getting everyone healthy because then they spread their fins and they act normal and it's much easier to, you know, identify healthy, good looking colored fish than it is stressed out, clampy fish. But, um, they're, they're doing awesome. They came around really well. And I was super worried about those. The ones that have had the toughest time are the glass cats. Uh, their bag was in really bad shape too. When we got to Priscilla's and there were, that was the one we had the most losses. in, I think, um, but since I've got them here, I think I've lost three is all. And um, the rest are doing great. They're settling in. I've been having to feed them live food, but today they took uh, frozen brine shrimp for the first time and they picked it some pellets and some flakes. They didn't, some of them ate a few of them. Most of them like tried them and then spit them out. So I still got a few days to go before the glass cats are, are, are really eating well on prepared foods, but um, they're doing frozen fine. So it's not long now, but it took them a few days to kind of feel comfortable. Now they swim out there in a school and they're out and about and they're not shy or anything, but it took them a few days to settle in. And I don't think I'm ever going to import glass cats again. And let me tell you why this is a little sad, but I love fish. I'm not in the business of hurting fish or, or supporting that kind of thing. And I have to say, I'm really disappointed with how that happened. What I've noticed is that a lot of the glass cats are missing a lot of their whiskers. And so that to me says that they were caught in nets or handled in a way that wasn't good for them. Um, probably nets where the whiskers got caught. And then when they got flung into the bag or into the holding tank or where, whatever went on before we got them, um, they got torn out. Something I didn't know about this species, which I learned is they have little spines on their, uh, pectoral fins. Um, yeah, pectoral fins, which, uh, stick into everything. It might be that, or it might be a little thing on their gill plate that sticks out, but, um, I learned that real quick. So I don't use a net on them anymore. I use a strainer. Um, so that was something that I learned, but, um, yeah, I was really disappointed with the treatment they had obviously had before I got them. And so I, I probably won't be importing them again because I don't want to support that. Now I like that species and maybe I'll import them from a different exporter or maybe I'll have a conversation actually with, with this person and just let him know and see if he can commit to a different practice or something. But, um, 
that was really disappointing. So it's going to take them a little longer to recover because they've got to, I don't know if those barbels regrow or not. Um, or I don't know if it's just because the ammonia in the bag was so high that, that they got burned. Maybe they weren't like pulled out in the netting, collecting, you know, holding process, shipping process. I don't know exactly what happened, but that species needs their barbels a lot because they're not a sight feeder. They feed by feel. And so the ones that only have a few barbels, they're having a harder time finding food. So I have to put a big cloud of food in there so they can find it <laughs> and, and, and eat and be okay. So it'll be a little while before I let most of those go. There's A lot of them are in good shape. A lot of them have all their barbels and are doing just fine, but, but enough of them don't that I'm I'm concerned about whatever method was used to collect, store, ship them. Um, so I might not get that one again. Everyone else is doing fantastic and, and they're doing well. Like they're coming around. It's just going to be a, a little time and hopefully they grow back. I don't know. Everyone else is doing fantastic. Um, and I'm going to start pretty soon here getting videos together of each of the individual species. They've settled in enough. They're colored up. They're acting like they should, you know. All those things are happening. So pretty soon you're going to start seeing videos come out on there. And then um, early next week, I'll list most of them for sale. So they're doing great. <laughs> Another thing that's a little disappointing is I ordered a ton of Aphiosumin Australi because that's a fish I love. And, and a few Aphiosumin Calurium, um, which is a fish I've never had before. I like it a lot now that I have them. But... And, and on the packing slip, it said, okay, we sent you all these Aphiosumin australi and these few calurium. The truth is, I think they're all Aphiosumin calurium. I don't think there's any Aphiosumin australi in there. Um, I could be wrong, like, but there's no australi-like extensions on any of the fins. So they're, they're a similar looking species in many ways, but I don't think I have any uh, australis. I think they're all calurium. Which, again, super cool fish, beautiful. Um, they're doing great, but yeah. <laughs> um, the, the only other one that isn't quite ready to go um, by early next week, I don't think. Well, the cribs, I'm, the cribs, I keep calling them cribs. The pelvic acromis, um, I don't want to say cribs because they, they they're different than the common little crib that you find in pet stores. These these are a much bigger fish, much redder fish. Um, so, but the pelvic acromis, I'm going to give just a little longer before I start selling those. That probably won't be early next week just because they're a more expensive fish. And um, they're a little slower to start eating. They have started eating, but they've been really reluctant. I mean, they're a cichlid, right? So it takes them longer kind of mentally to settle into a tank. So I want to give them that much more time before I send them. Um, yeah, I think that's the update. I was really pleased by and large with how well everyone did once I got them here. Uh, haven't had any big problems. Bullet, oh, I was going to say the um, Luxothalmus, which is, what is that? Poropanchex? No, I think that's Congo Panchex Luxothalmus. They're doing great. They're a little reluctant on the dry food and pellet food. They're starting to eat it a little bit, but I have to feed them at least one feeding every day of live or frozen just to make sure that they're bulking up and stuff. 
So they're not quite ready either. So the glass cats, the Luxothalmus and the Pelvicochromus might take just a little longer. Um, but everything else early next week will be ready to go. It's just a matter of me being able to get videos made and pictures made. So when I post them for sale, I have pictures and videos accompanying that so people can see what they're actually getting. Um, by the way, I got more fish uh, earlier this week. I got Madagascar rainbows. I got uh, Emperor Kerry tetras, which is my favorite of the Emperor tetras, the nice, beautiful purple color on those. I got my favorite platy, which is a neon calico yellow platy. It's gorgeous, bright yellow, neon yellow, really shiny kind of iridescent with dark black spots all over. Um, really nice contrast, love that fish. I got more neon hyphen barbs because the last time I got them in, um, the fisherman was so busy that I sold them all before I got a chance to breed and raise a batch. So I'm gonna breed these ones. I mean, I'll sell some too, I have plenty, but I'm gonna hold some back for breeding. And then I got some nice ruby-headed koi angels, the red-headed koi, ruby-headed, whatever you wanna call it. It's really orange, not red. Um, but those came in. And then tomorrow I'm getting zebra lace angels. I'm getting Amazon puffers, which I'm excited about. I saw those at Priscilla's house and I was like, oh my gosh, I have to get some of these. They're awesome. Um, Glow light Daniels, Daniel Chopre. Um, some dwarf dragon gobies, which are a little one inch, really hard to find, really cool micro goby. Um, they're these tiny little really cool fish. They're a little expensive, <laughs> but I but they're really hard to find. So I got those and um, some peacock gudgeons are coming in. So that's kind of this week. And then next week, I haven't decided what I'm getting yet. So anyway, Priscilla, that's the update on the African fishes and kind of what the future plans are and what I got and what I'm getting really recently. Tampa Tom at Dan's Fish, can you trap... AS algae in a water bottle trap, or are they smart enough to get out? Can't catch the last one. It's going to be a shrimp only tank. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I think you could try a trap. Sometimes what I'll do is I'll put a, a net in the tank, and I use big nets. This is like a 10 inch by six inch net. Um, I put that in the tank. I'll put some food in the net, and as soon as I see them go in there, I'll grab them. Um, that's that's maybe one way to do it. Um, that's how I catch like my Siamese algae eaters and stuff. I also have um, fish traps. They're about two feet long and maybe 10 inches, eight inches tall. Um, the fish can swim out of, but don't swim into, but not out of easily. Um, you can find those at sports stores, sporting goods stores, things like that, fishing, camping, those kinds of stores. So um, that might work for you. And you AS algae in a water bottle trap. Um, are you talking about si Siamese algae eaters? I'm not sure what an AS algae is, but I've caught fish in water bottle traps too. Just take a two liter soda bottle or a water bottle, cut off the top, flip it around, stick it in, weigh it down with some rocks or something because otherwise it's going to float or marbles might be better because they won't, they're not jagged edged for the fish. And then when it goes in, get them out. Yeah. Yeah, they can be hard to catch. Um, <laughs> so Tampa, I hope that helps. But yeah, I've definitely caught lots of fish using traps or improvising a trap out of a net. All right, next question. Tampa Tom. Nope, 
He's talking to Bob. Priscilla. Whoa, wait a minute. Amazon puffers for sale? Um, there will be. It's going to be a while, though, because um, it's always at least two weeks before I sell fish. I got to get them cleaned up and stuff. Puffers often have a good parasite load in them. So I'm going to have to clean that all out and make sure they're in good shape before I sell them. So they're not going to be for sale like next week, but I think I got enough that if they do well and all that, then uh, there'll be some for sale. Yeah. Um, again, hard to find. They were on the list. So I was like, well, getting those because I haven't seen those on the list in a long time. Bam Aquatics. What was the Tetra and Platy you have? So I have a few Tetras. Um, the Tetras from Africa are uh, Nanocherax latifundi, latifasciatus, I think is what it is, which is kind of like a pencil fish looking uh, type Tetra. Um, I did get some Brycinus longipinus that kind of came in as contaminants. And then I got two other species that I don't have a clue what they are. They're just a weird contaminant. Um, one of them is like a planktonic filter feeder almost. Not a filter feeder, but a plankton feeder. And it's a larger fish. It's not huge, an inch and a half fish maybe. Um, but all I can get it to eat is like baby brine shrimp or uh, microworms or really finely crushed flake food. It only eats tiny food. It's interesting. I've never seen it before. Bright silver fish. That's all it is. It looks like it belongs in the ocean, like a really fast swimming, uh, like tuna type fish. And then um, the tetra that I got in earlier this week is the Emperor Kerry tetra. K-E-R-R-I. Let me just show you a picture. This is easier. Um, my favorite of the emperor tetra types um, because they have this amazing purple color and, and they really have it. It's not, it's not just a thing that shows up in pictures. It shows up really well on the fish. Um, and so I, I really like that purple color. So that's the tetra that I just got in. Um, if that's what you were asking about. Uh, to Bam Aquatics. Oh, in the platy? Oh, let me show you the platy. These are awesome. Neon <laughs> yellow calico platy. Yeah, this looks just like them. Oh, in fact, oh, that's my video. I forgot I made a video of these a long time ago. Um, so hang on. Here we go. So they look mostly like, I would say, this one here. That's a good representation of what that fish looks like. Um, just glowing neon yellow with really dark black to contrast. And some of them have this orange on them too. Um, some of them are more just like this one. So the, between these two, it kind of gives you an idea of what they look like. So yeah, I really like that platy. And I don't get, it's not often that I get a lot of really, really common stuff like guppies or platies or swords or anything, but there's a few I just like. Tequila sunrise guppies, I just love them. I have for years. Koi sword tails, same thing. And then these platies as well. So that's why I got them. I just like them. Um, Priscilla, oh, the microworms exploded. There are millions. Cool. Cool. I'm glad that worked out for you. So Priscilla, the key to maintaining that culture as long-term as possible is texture. If it starts getting watery on you, 
add some more dry to it. Um, I think you're using oatmeal, right? So just sprinkle some more oatmeal, dry oatmeal over the top and kind of stir it in. You don't want it too dry, but um, the consistency of like a yogurt, like not kefir, not liquid, but like yogurt is about right. So good. I'm glad they exploded for you. Lots of fry food. Cory Boy Aquatics, tell me when the peacock gudgeons are ready. Cool. I'll do that. Uh, let me make a note. Uh, Corey, actually, if you can email me that, it'll get in my workflow and I'll be sure to, to do it. Um, <laughs> if I write it on this little piece of paper, I'll lose it. Um, but yeah, um, I'm happy to get them. Same suppliers last time, so it uh, should be good stock. The last time I got them, they, they were really nice. So how are yours doing, by the way? Um, hope they're doing well. Priscilla, how big are the Amazon puffers? No idea. They haven't got here yet. So I'll know tomorrow. Bam Aquatics, thanks. You're welcome. You are welcome. All right. So um, if I missed your comment or your question or whatever, um, I apologize. It's probably because it didn't highlight. So if you make it at Dance Fish, I'll see it and I'll get right to it. I'm going to go for like two more minutes and then I'm going to shut this down because it's my son's birthday today. And um, I, you know, don't want to miss cake and ice cream with him. Um, oh, by the way, I don't know if you guys have been watching these, but there are the rainbows in here are absolutely fired up and beautiful the last couple weeks. They've, I mean, they're, they don't ever turn off. I mean, first thing in the morning, I, when the lights go on, they're not fired up, but besides that they're on the whole time. I mean, they are absolutely stunning. In fact, I took another video just because they looked so good, but I'm reluctant to post it because I already posted a video on them, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, but man, they are awesome. They are awesome. Mega Mini told you, I think they're about to spawn. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's, if you're talking about the rainbows, they are spawning. Yeah. They're, they're stunning. Um, <laughs> all right, everybody. Thanks for coming. Sorry. It's so short tonight. Um, I would like to hang out longer, but I gotta, I gotta go play with my boy. So I'm going to go do that. But as always, I appreciate you. Mods, thank you for modding. Everyone that chatted or helped answer, you know, Doug's questions or any of that. Uh, thank you so much. Ding, tanks. Hey, you're right on time for me to say goodbye. Um, <laughs> but we'll get you next time. Um, Corey Boy, Dance Fish. Still the babies. Only two, but they're so good looking. Cool. I'm glad. I'm glad you got babies out of them. Anyway. Thanks again, everybody. I'm going to sign off. Have a great night, and I'll see you next Wednesday, 7 p.m. Mountain Time.